Guess who we have live back in the studio? In house. In person. Like if I wanted to, I could just reach over a few feet and touch you. Let's not do that. I mean, I, if I wanted to. I didn't say I did. I think you do. I can I'm see just that saying, look in your eye. I'm just saying I have that possibility where I was before, <laughs> on like the last four episodes, it would have been an hour drive to do that. Yes. Now, it, it could still take me close to that to stand up and walk over there because I have been eating a lot of turkey and dressing. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to continue to eat and a lot of turkey and dressing. we are going to continue Thanksgiving. It's like we well, leave it to us to always stretch out holidays. <laughs> that is true. Because, I mean, we were releasing Halloween Halloween episodes like two weeks ago. Uh, as we record this, it's the 25th, the day after Thanksgiving. We had a big Thanksgiving, I guess you'd call it party. It wasn't really a party. It was just a get-together. There wasn't really much partying going on. Just a lot of eating. And uh, we expected up to 40 people to be here. 30 came, and we cooked for about 160. <laughs> but we always overcook. Well, I did say I want to overcook because I love, like, the next day. Well, actually, usually, like, if you have Thanksgiving at lunch, I like making that turkey sandwich that oh, night. Oh, that's the best The next thing. day dressing, you know. But we might have we might have went overboard because I have an entire turkey that I'm just now fixing to carve. Oh, and it's going to be good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about going inside and getting a couple pieces of bread and just oh, making me a turkey more sandwich. Well, I can eat dressing to go with the turkey dressing sandwich. And bread. <laughs> so, yeah, we we did a lot of eating. I, I love Thanksgiving, man, because it, it's the, the fam, getting to see your family and friends is cool, but I also love the fact that it's kind of became a holiday that like not only supports but encourages obesity and gluttony. That's the wrong way to look at it, but yes. <laughs> That's the way it works for me. <laughs> like, nobody's going to, like, shame you for going for thirds on Thanksgiving. Well, not not out loud. Whenever everybody <laughs> leaves, though, you got that. It's like that post-game wrap-up where all your, your immediate family sits around and is like, okay, watch the tea. Go ahead and spill the sauce. Who said what? And I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be cool if there was a holiday that just celebrates drinking? But we do have St. Patty's Day. That's what I was going to say. It's St. Patrick's Day. You know, from what I've heard, that's only in America, though. I think it was Bill Burr or some. It's one. It's one Irish comedian. I'm pretty sure it was him. Or it may have been. Uh, well, I forget his name. Dennis Leary. Is what I'm thinking of. Den- yeah, Dennis Leary is old school. Yeah. Yeah, but they were they were Irish, like more Irishy, and have been have been in and around St. Patrick's Day over there, and there's like over here in America, we're just like falling on top of each other, drunk in the streets, just partying, wearing green hats, and you know drinking green shots of God knows what, and over there they all go to church. <laughs> they all go to church on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it's like a big church thing. Because they're celebrating a saint. Right. I mean, it makes sense. I get it. I just love how we Americanize everything (laughs) and go to the extreme. Well, that's only within the last, I almost say, 15 to 20 years. 
basically, I think Normally, what happens is St. Patrick's Day is a huge parade, and they just celebrate their Irish ancestry and heritage. Where is it they turn the river green? I don't know. Boston, maybe? Oh, I thought they did it overseas, over there. Oh, I have no idea. I think basically what happened was American people just went like, hey, that's some kind of Irish holiday, and they associate Irish and drinking, you know? And so, like, I know what we'll do. We'll just drink. We won't do any... (laughs) cultural research or anything on this holiday we'll just we'll just drink well i mean if you think about a lot of that with every holiday though a lot of the holidays though have really changed from original like even like halloween and there's loose ties to the trick-or-treating stuff like now it's a lot of a lot of holidays have been just overly commercialized. Like Oh yeah. Christmas was basically created by Coca-Cola. The Christmas as we know it now, the the commercial side of it. I mean Santa Claus was literally created by Coca-Cola. No. No he wasn't. <laughs> the version of it that we see on Christmas trees, yes. But yeah, that they, they still comes from the story of St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas, yeah. That kind of stuff's interesting to me, though, if you get to, like, research, like, how did we get from wherever it started to here? I did a deep dive on some of the holidays one time before, and I want to say I did a report on it in school. Hmm. And everything basically ties back to pagan holidays and how the church came in mm-hmm. and tried to get rid of all pagan holidays by instituting a Christian, a Christian holiday on top of it. So they tried to church it up and make it, you know, about that. And then, then we take it and run with it and put our spin on it. So like by the time you put all the spins on it, it's, it's very different than how it started. Oh, Definitely. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we ate a lot, and we're still going to keep eating. I think that's the main point I'm trying to drive home. I, wonder, I would love to look and see how much the overall sales of Tums and Rolaids goes up in, a, in, the, in the latter part of November. I'm sure there's a statistic and study out there for it somewhere. I have to be. Because what, what else can you do to combat that? All that just gluttonous food pounding. I have no idea. I wish I could find out. I don't think I said this on the podcast, but I know I told a lot of people because I just thought it was great. At, uh, where were we just at? Sprint Mart. Sprint Mart. They had a turkey pizza available during Thanksgiving. Dude, that is so funny because there was just an ad on Google talking about the new Thanksgiving uh pizza offered at one of the the big big pizza a chain yeah chains and it should it said it this should be your new holiday tradition we well, you know I told I was telling you about my favorite Budweiser commercial ever like Lula just made me like hee haw out loud there used to be a lot of good ones i know they don't do they even advertise beer on tv anymore do we watch TV? Do. I don't really watch. Yeah, I don't really watch TV. 
It's not like they're going to show me a Budweiser ad on Netflix. But well, I mean, I get ultra ads on on YouTube. You do? Yeah. Um, because they, you know, they gear it, gear all their advertising to you and what you talk about and what you talk about <laughs> to your friends while your phone's listening. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the in this commercial, this farmer goes out to the barn with his he's got his axe in his hand, and he's looking for the turkey he's been raising. He's going to harvest it for oh, for Thanksgiving. Tom the turkey. <laughs> yeah, he's looking for Tom. Well, uh, he kind of corners him, and he's walking up, and all of a sudden the turkey slides him a Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to cut to the next scene, and you got the farmer and his whole family sitting around the table, and they got a pizza in the middle of the table. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He's like, uh, we're going we're gonna to give the turkey a pass this year. He hooked me up with a, a beer ski. Did Biden uh, do the whole turkey thing this year? What turkey thing? You know, where they go through and he picks one turkey that's not going to get cooked. You know, I've heard about that. Every president does it every year. But I don't know if it's for Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, turkeys used to be a big Christmas thing, too. Yeah. And they still are. You know, so did geese. Oh, is it Thanksgiving or? Yeah, it is Thanksgiving where they have like the three or four leg turkey at the football games. I don't even know. It's a big NFL game every year. It's Thanksgiving. They'll have like a three-legged turkey. I don't know why that where that came from either. You got your little computer thing there. Just Google where did the three-legged turkey come from. <laughs> All right. NFL. You might want to add that on there. So anyway, this is episode 197. I wanted to give everybody... A huge shout out to all of our listeners for really listening to and pushing our last episode. It's done really well. Uh, and when I say really well, I mean, I can just tell a lot of people have downloaded it and listened to it. Our analytical numbers are not perfect on this because we're on so many platforms and uh, I can't give you exact numbers and the data is a little confusing, honestly. And if you do research on that, like I have, you'll see that it's it's really difficult to report accurate data for podcasts uh for a lot of reasons but all that being said i can just tell that there was a big spike in listenership for 196 for sure okay and it's not a three-legged turkey or it might have been at one time it is a six-legged turkey okay so it's three on each side then yeah john madden started the tradition in 1989, on Thanksgiving Day, the MVP of the game was awarded with a turkey leg. <laughs> so that's just, the multi-millionaire that makes $90 million a year gets awarded an actual <laughs> turkey leg from a, <laughs> from a turkey. Yep. But it's the MVP. A person that could literally buy the company. Well, who who does turkeys? Butterball? Bronson? Butterball? There's a bunch of different. They could, they could buy that company that does turkeys. Prestige Farms? But yeah, give me that leg. <laughs> it's just a tradition. I know, man. I know. I'm just being silly. I just think that's ironic. Like, hey, good game, man. You hungry? And it was retired in 2017. Really? Why? 
I don't know, but it was replaced with the game ball. They ran out of six-legged turkeys. They're extinct now. That's it. They Man, had no more wooden dowels. species lost to the NFL. <laughs> How many will we lose before they stop? But this brings up something that I've never... You ever had a turkey ducking? No, but I've heard that said before. I know I'm saying it wrong, too. Tur-ducking. A turkey duck chicken. How does that work? Is this a breeding thing, or you just put them on No, no, no. <laughs> uh, it's a boneless duck stuffed inside a boneless chicken stuffed inside a boneless turkey. Okay, I have a question. Where do you find boneless chickens and turkeys? They debone them. Oh. You get them at the grocery store. Well, of course, I know you can get, like, fillets and just, like, boneless thighs, but... I don't know if you can get a whole boneless turkey. I don't know how that works. I really, I'm just reading it straight off NFL. Here's another question that, th that this conversation raises up. Do they still make footballs out of actual pigskin? No, it's some type of leather, synthetic leather. Well, leather is, comes from cows, right? Synthetic leather. Oh, synthetic leather. Matter of fact, most of Google them. Google that. When did they stop making footballs out of pigskin? Or maybe they never did. They just called it that. I bet they did. I think they used to make Man, we were them. throwing some useless knowledge out into the internet. <laughs> I think they used to make them out of bladders. Whoa. What animal has a bladder that big, though? Pig? Pig yeah. bladder? Because that used okay. to be a term you heard a lot, like, years ago. Like They stopped making footballs out of pigskin in 1860. They were playing football in 1860? Man, they've been playing football for a long, long time. Wow. Yeah, it seems like I remember watching some old footage, like black and white footage of like the NFL in its earliest days, and they didn't even have a cover over their face. No. They wore like these leather hats. Yep. And like their their all their protection was like very Matter minimal. Fact, they made a a movie out of that. Yeah. But uh uh, the invention of vulcanized rubber took place of the pigskin in 1860. Wow, so that, that little saying really stuck for a long time afterwards because it's like, you know, dish me the pigskin, dude. Like, toss that pigskin over here. Yep. I mean, we're still sitting here saying it in 2023. Hell, a lot of the sayings that we say came from, like, way, way a long time ago. I won't do a deep dive on that. I'm already I can already hear the sound of people saying episode one ninety six was better. <laughs> tell tell Kelly to go back home. <laughs> go back to Houston, Kelly. <laughs> Jesus. You guys ate too much turkey and you're you just messed the podcast completely. You guys up. are getting boring as hell. <laughs> let's name off some uh let's do some more lists. So last night uh -oh. we were supposed to start on this. And we'll go ahead and get our, our Doctor Who talk out of the way real quick. No, this ain't going to be real quick. Well, and we have a good excuse that just started the 60th anniversary. What television show has been around 60 years? I'm not Googling that. <laughs> I will. Because, you know, there was a large gap yeah. between 96 and 2005, a 10-year gap. But still, well, this is one thing I wanted to talk about. 
I understand why they rebooted to into season one, which in Britain I think they called it series one. Yeah, and when they re, when they came back in two thousand five, and because the structure was different back then, they would make shows episodes in like four blocks. They didn't do seasons like they do now. They wouldn't say this is season one and here's the 10, 12, 22 episodes we're going to do or whatever. And then this will well, be season did, two, three, four. They do, they do it in, over there in uh, mid-season breaks, which now everything now does everything that. everything does that. But what I'm saying is like even to, up in the Tom Baker days, I noticed like they didn't have – they they would release like a one, two, three, four part and then have a whole nother one with another four. Yeah. It wouldn't you wouldn't the, the the typical. So I get why they started over there with the the current times naming and numbering system. But now, why are they rebooting back to season one again? Because the only place you're going to be able to watch these for now is going to be Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, I know Disney Plus is doing these specials, but then after the specials, it's just going to be Disney unless you're watching it. Directly from BBC. I'm talking about season 14 when it starts, or 15. Would that be 13? Season 1. <laughs> it's going to be season 1 it's after It's going to be called season 1 after the special. But why? It's the same show. We've already had because a Because it's going to make it less complicated. Cause oh, Disney, they're trying to establish a new jumping on point for Di- viewers. Well, Disney is only going to... probably it's, not a bad idea. You're only going to be able to watch it on Disney. Which is fine, but it's still the, the same show. The 2005 to 2023 is only going to be, basically only going to be on HBO Max. And then all the classic originals, what I was talking about earlier, are going to be on Tubi and one of the other little off-name, whatchamacallits. Yeah. Streaming services. The, the only reason I could see for it, because it's the same show, and, and we've watched even Doctor Who bounce around from network to network. I mean, it's always originates BBC, but like the, the networks you view it on has changed many times. So I don't see why you would want to make a season one unless you're trying to just start over to where you can... Because a lot of people have even told me, like, I've always thought about watching Doctor Who, but I don't know where to start. And of course, I would always say in 2005... But now I guess the whole thing will be well. Then they just started over, so start there maybe. It, like I said, it's just it was Disney's idea. Yeah, they tried to do it in two thousand five with Christopher Eccleston. They started out calling it season twenty seven. Oh really? I thought I thought the whole thing was going to be series one for it, him. It's what it started out being. Oh. Cause, but it got to be too confusing between Britain and the United States. So they ended up just kind of taking over on season one, series one. But I hope they call it season one instead of series one because I've already bitched about movies that have all that have the same name. And like if you want to look for that movie, you like you got to know the year to type in because like I said, we have like three or four Halloween ones. You know, but those are movies. Those, those are movies. Those but aren't. If they call it series one again, well, now you got to know that you're looking for 2005, or you got to know you're looking for 2024, or you just type in the doctor you want. Yeah, that helps if you know which doctor it is. But which you should if you're looking for a particular season. Which not a whole, not everybody would 
But again, we're talking about newcomers that have always like. Again, I've had people tell me several times, like you know, I hear a lot about Doctor Who, and y'all talk about it a lot. Where do I start? I'm not going to say go back to 1960. No, and most of them I'll tell if they've never watched any Doctor Who, I'll tell them to start with Christopher Eccleston. That's a good place to start, but like I was noticing last night when we were doing, we were jumping around and watching some of our favorite episodes, getting ready for all this. uh, Like even uh, the Weeping Angels Blink that episode, it was pretty dated. Like it's Doctor Who, all of it's dated. Yeah. And the only thing that dated that show was they had DVDs and DVD players, which you still have today. You do? You can go to Walmart and buy a DVD player. A digital video disc? Yes. Do they still have red boxes? Dude, I, I remember I when you would drive by Walmart many. and there would be two red boxes with a line at each one. I remember the one that was at Walmart. When you was walking out of Walmart, there was mm-hmm. a red box in that, that little vestibule or whatever it's called dude i remember getting dvds in the mail from netflix i remember that i remember that man we're old and i I know another thing that people are asking themselves do you remember when this podcast had structure i don't (laughs) i don't think we've ever had structure we tried Wait, and uh, I think people quit. And this is a good then. time to announce our post show that we we just started last episode. If you go over to our Patreon, we're doing a an after show, post show, whatever you want to call it. And we we do have structure to it. I established that. Now we did, we may not follow it. We did on the there. first one. <laughs> well, I laid out the structure. You may tell you to. It's real, it's real simple. This is what we're going to try to do in the post show. Talk about anything, or add or elaborate on anything we talked about on the main show. Make any corrections that we noticed, which there's usually a lot. Talk about any funny outtakes, something I didn't put in because it was funny or embarrassing. And then try to uh, see what we may be looking at trying to do on the next episode. Now, we're going to keep keep them pretty brief. The first one was not brief, but it was the first one, you know. And it's out there on Patreon. Patreon.com slash RealPopCulture. All the way down at our lowest $1 tier. For $1. Think about what you spent way more than $1 on today. Most of it's better than the show, but not all of it. <laughs> you you spend more than a dollar on something weird. Hell, I lose more than a dollar a month. On something weird? Just lose it. Oh, literally lose it. Yeah, literally lose a dollar. I was cleaning the truck out last week and found a $5 bill down on the floorboard. I was like, ooh, candy. That, yeah, that's kind of fun, though, even though it was your money. You put on an old pair of pants you haven't worn in a while, and there's a Twinkie in there. I don't mean a $20 bill. I mean a Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> Those things don't go bad. <laughs> and that's the reason the pants, you don't wear them anymore because you ate too many Twinkies yep. and you got too big. Couldn't wear them anymore. The only, uh, another reason we're just kind of like bullshitting on this intro is because we're saving our news for the after the break. We got some news to talk about. Not a lot. This may be a short show. It could be. I mean, it's a Thanksgiving episode, so we do need to. I mean, we got a lot of eating to do. We got something. And I've given some thanks on this episode. I thanked our listeners for really getting behind the last episode. We really got to get geared and prepared for our uh, our show tonight. 
Oh yeah, we're watching uh, the Doctor the, Who. The first 60th. one came out today, the 60th anniversary. And there's how many? Three, four, three as of right now. Well, the the reason we got on this big Doctor Who dive last night is because we were trying to figure out when it started, which you you know found out it is today, uh, and then I wanted to watch the last whatever before this. We wanted to watch Jodie Whittaker's last show, last performance which before was called she the power of the doctor. I think that was it. Which I got to say, I'm gonna go back and watch all three it's of those specials because there was some stuff on there. That was a short season. It was 13 episodes. Well, technically it was, yeah, it was 13 episodes if you add Including the three. Including. If you add the three specials. <clears throat> Which we figured out almost every one of them had 13 episodes. But one thing, another thing I figured out, there's definitely a pattern. Even though you hear stuff in the news about the different doctors leaving and who's coming in and the reason why they're leaving and all this and that. But the only one since 2005 that hasn't done three seasons is Eccleston. And he said that was the plan from the get-go is that he's going to help yeah. usher in the new era of Doctor Who. He's going to do one season. He's going to regenerate, and boom, he's done. And he's definitely held to that. But since then, every single Doctor has done three seasons and then regenerated. And are you thinking that's coincidence, or is that something they've set up to where – we want a new doctor every three seasons. I don't know. I think it might just be coincidence, but it could be. It could be because there's only been, let's see, Tennant, Smith, uh, Peter. Capaldi, and Whitaker. Jody, yeah. But they, all four of them did three seasons each, exactly. And they're special. Well, David Tennant was only going to do two. That's the reason his transformation, he regenerated back into himself see we talked about that last night i i didn't see it that way as him regenerating back into himself i think he are you talking about the episode where he he started regenerating and then tossed it into his hand yeah he used his, his severed hand, hand used his hand see to, i took it as he just passed his regeneration to the hand and the hand regenerated but he didn't he, he passed it off he transferred it because Donna Noble ends up using that and creates the other doctor. I don't remember that. You remember way more about these than I do. Dude, it's because I pay attention to Doctor Who. Well, I do too, but like I've. No, I mean. I, I usually watch them when they came out, and we're talking yeah. about. I can't tell you what I was doing in 2005, <laughs> 2006. I was sitting eight. in Tupelo. I was living at the condo then. I don't know what I was doing. I was jobless. <laughs> So all I had to do was sit and watch. Yeah, that's whatever. a good time to binge watch. So what do you want to do? You want to go ahead and take a break and then uh, come back and do the news? Yeah, that's all we want to do for our uh, intro. Yeah, all I really wanted to talk about on the intro is, you know, tell everybody we ate a lot. and Mission know. accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to eat a lot at the during the break. Yep. So yeah, I'm good. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break because I think I hear that turkey calling me. Gobble gobble. That's one cool thing, literally, about this time of year is we just have our beer sitting outside on the bench, uh, it, keeping it nice and cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's our 
our refrigerator. Earlier, I was like, if it wasn't for all the critters outside, I could just sit all these leftovers out there too, and they'll stay good and good and ready. Well, if it wasn't for the refrigerator being full of everything, leftovers, we'd have a place for it. Refrigerators that are full. But I did some digging around to answer the question I posed earlier. You said you wouldn't Google it. I was like, what TV show has ran as long as Doctor Who? Oh. No, I forgot all about that. Well, first of all, they start naming off shows that don't count. Like, like what? Wimbledon, that's been going for 77 years. Uh, Lord Mayor's show, Meet the Press, CBS Evening News. Well, I mean, technically they count. are. That's not a TV show. They like, are TV shows. No, they're not. Not like what we're talking about. They're not about. sitcoms or, or anything like that. They don't count. Um, Then, under that, it said... Uh, the Simpsons is the longest running scripted primetime show with over 700 episodes. So then I googled how many episodes is Doctor Who, and according to this, it's 871. So they've got The Simpsons beat by well over 100 episodes. And I'm assuming that counts the lost episodes. It's got to count them because. How many of those are there? The ones that just got lost to Tom? 13. That's it? I think. Okay. They went back and redid one of them animated. And it was the second Doctor, I believe. It actually wasn't that good. They're that uh, they're talking about going back and redoing a lot of the second ep- second season. Then With- I googled how many episodes was MASH, because it was supposedly like one of the longest. But it's ringing in at 251. That's not that impressive in comparison. Oh... Uh, there was one other thing I looked at. Suffice it to say, it's definitely the longest-running sci-fi show. Yes. I mean, Star Trek probably had less than half of that, and it even with even if you add both. I mean, we looked up Star Trek and all the spinoffs one time to see how many they had. I would. Uh, I don't me, know. You, and you could go into the weeds here, but I would. It. I would only want to count the original and Next Generation. In that, because then you really, I mean, you get a lot of spinoffs. Like, Doctor Who has spinoffs, but we're not talking about those. Let's see. Star Trek, the original series, had 79 episodes. Damn, it sounded like, man, I, I honestly thought there was a lot more than that. Me too. Let's do next gen. Well, remember that. What was that? 79 or 71? 79. 178. Man, they went way further. All right, what about Deep Space Nine? No, that's the weeds. (laughs) I never really got into Deep Space Nine. I didn't either. I didn't really. I liked Next Generation, uh, but I wasn't into it as much as I was Star Trek. That Yeah, the original. So... Doctor Who has had 39 seasons. But like I said, the way they did seasons in the early days was different. And that was as of the 23rd of October, 2022. So there's a whole year that's not being accounted for. That's true. So it's more than that now. First episode was in 1963. The last episode was today. Yep. And we are about to watch it soon. 
anyway, enough about Doctor Who. I just thought that statistic was cool. And I know people are saying, well, this show has become just them Googling stuff. Well, we, we're Googling it for you. So you don't have to. You know how Google makes anything everything easier? We're making it even easier than that. Because we're Googling things that you know you want to know. Well, that's stuff we want to know. But we don't know we need to know it until we're on here talking about it. But I'm not going to – there's no way I'm going to count the evening news as a – as a show like what a scripted TV show like what we're talking about, or or sports, what are they going to say? Well, football has the most episodes of any show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not even fair. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Baseball, that way. football, because it's not scripted. Well, used to not be. <laughs> I mean, it's not like wrestling. Speaking of wrestling, there's one thing we just found out. <laughs> Pretty big news via Facebook Messenger. Uh, Clint's at home watching Survivor Series, and evidently CM Punk has made his debut in WWE tonight. Oh, really? I would have lost that, but you got the same message. I don't read them. Oh. <laughs> no, I've been over here looking up news, so I didn't. I, I would have lost that bit big time. I didn't think there was any way possible that would happen. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I thought he was like banned from WWE. From the last time he came back. Well, I mean, there's no doubt there's some, been some sour grapes in the past, but you know what they say, time and money heals all wounds. And is it mainly because Vince is no longer in control? or I think Vince is still in control. Oh, I think he is too. But... The strings may be longer, but he's still pulling them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I wouldn't have thought that would have happened. If you'd have, if I'd have made a bet, I'd have bet against it. Just because the the whole thing in AEW just did not work out good at all. And I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know everything because I didn't really watch any of this. I just read about it. But yeah, there's a lot of backstage stuff that went down that just I don't know it would would have made me apprehensive about current employment. Like literal fist fights breaking out and stuff. Yeah, I do remember hearing something about backstage. They got into a huge fight. On a couple of occasions, I believe. We need Clint here to talk more about it. But, yeah, I wouldn't have thought he would have ever come back to WWE in a million years. On either side. Like, I think they would have both said no. But, hey. Like you said, money talks. Yeah. I hope it's worth it. I mean, there were people in the video he sent us chanting CM Punk like crazy. So, anyway, what you got for news over there? I got a bunch of different little things. Uh, I guess let's just kick off with this first. Because this is probably going to affect most of our our listeners. Is uh, Disney Plus and Hulu are going to combine on one app. Well, see, I always knew, obviously, that Hulu and Disney had ties because you could do the... That was like the first the bundle. bundle. yeah. Like, if you you got Hulu, you could add on Disney. If you got Disney, you could add on Hulu. So, I knew they were associated, but does Disney own Hulu? Does Disney own everything? Okay, this is straight from the article. It says that once the deal is complete... Disney will hold 100% ownership of Hulu. Uh, asset it's had a long, rocky relationship with. 
So the first order of business is make the user experience easier on the consumer. Which means it's going to be cheaper. That's what it says later on down. Said they're going to make a more streamlined, seamless streaming experience. While for Disney, it will increase engagement and lower customer acquisition cost. And uh, just on a related note, while you were reading that, this show just got bought out by Disney. And the only thing we have to do under our new contract is stop talking. As long as they pay. I mean, it'll, um, it'll pay that's another bills. problem. <laughs> <laughs> they said we weren't worth the, what they had budgeted. Uh, but no, so I guess that means that that's good. The prices are going to go down. But So Disney doesn't own Hulu. Not yet. Not yet. It said once the deal is done, once they get it completed, they will own 100% of hulu oh, okay wow. right now they own so many stocks so much stock but once it's completed they'll own all of it wow because right now hulu is uh comcast and well, comcast that's one interesting is, thing about about disney and also amazon people don't think about amazon being a, a huge juggernaut but the Amazon Prime Video is just an add-on feature of their billions of billions dollar industry. And like, think about Netflix. That's that's their only gig is showing movies and TV shows. They don't have theme parks all over the world like Disney does. They don't yeah. have other attractions and like hundreds of other streams of revenue. No. You can't even buy a set of Mickey Mouse ears from Netflix. You can't on Amazon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, that's crazy if you think about it. So who's winning the streaming wars right now? I don't know. Let's ask Google. The Hallmark Channel won the streaming wars. Oh, my god! I think that's a joke. No, it's on Wired. I don't think that's a joke. According to that graphic there, it's a... Uh, HBO Max, or is it just called Max now? What was the deal with that? Why did they drop the HBO from Max? I don't know. Because when I think of Max, I always think of Cinemax. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're winning as far as customer satisfaction rating. I'm wondering, I want to know who's got the most subscribers. Well, See, Netflix what is, is the number one bit. No, that wouldn't work. But I don't think it's fair for Amazon because people pay for Amazon Prime, not just for Amazon Video. But I, I want Prime because I want free two-day shipping. But they're also going by what's watched on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Oh, what's the analytics there? <laughs> and that's bringing up music. I <laughs> said Taylor Swift on this list. Bad Bunny is above. Wow. I guess I should have put a. Uh... Okay, do this way. I don't think I don't think we're going. To, we're supposed to know this. Well, that was part of the the uh, strike. Is that there? Uh, some of these streaming companies that are holding out on their numbers are going to have to start giving it up. Which app has the most subscribers? I don't think that's going to give me what I want. Oh, here we go. Top streaming services by subscribers. Netflix has 247 
million. million. Amazon has two hundred million. Yeah. million. Disney Plus one hundred and fifty. So is that a power move with them and Hulu to try to get up to number one? You think? I don't think so because ten cent video. What the hell is that? I-Q-I-Y-I. That must be something overseas that we're not privy to. I have no idea. Hulu has forty-eight million. The look at that. The HBO Max is just—it's not even a real number. So Netflix is killing it in subscribers right now by a pretty commanding lead. And see, Amazon's the same way. It's estimated because of your Amazon Prime. I bet Hulu and Apple are close. Hulu being higher. Paramount Plus is higher than I would have thought. Where's Peacock? Yeah, really. 16. 24 million. iFlix, I've never heard of that. Canal Plus? Oh, Canal Plus. <laughs> Dude, you got to leave the, you keep the C in Canal or it gets weird. <laughs> Star Times, never heard of it. Sony Live. Wow. AMC's a lot lower than I thought it would be. So see, it's Crunchyroll. AMC's a television network. So, because like there's 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 TV packages you can buy that'll have AMC on it. So yeah. does that discount as them having a subscriber or just the people that subscribe to just I think it's just streaming subscriptions. <clears throat> oh, this is from twenty. Oh no, wait. Some of these are twenty twenty three. So they don't have. 100% up-to-date data on all these. Some of them are back in, as far as 2020 is when they had the data on Apple. So that could have gone up by, you know, or down. Yeah. Eros now has $39 million. I've never heard of that. Me either. Tencent Video. Is it $0.10? Get it? I doubt it. Max is a lot lower than I thought it was going to be, though. I'm really su- surprised that Peacock wasn't higher simply because their their prices are probably the most competitive. Yes, what like four ninety nine? If you if you'll get the kind that has commercials in it, if you pay more, then you get it. Oh no, Shutter only has a million subscribers. I like Shutter. Almost, I probably will wind up subscribing to them. I think I'm gonna go. Pick it back up. Shutter, if you're listening, hook us up. We'll be part of that one million. We'll make it one, one million, million and one. two. <laughs> oh, yeah, two. We don't need to share one. Movie Star Plus. There are so many. But see, a lot of them you can get on a satellite. So, uh, I... OSN. Online shopping network. There's Fubo. I was wondering. Oh. And where's Philo? I subscribed to that for a little while. It's not even on this list. Philo, P-H-I-L-O. You ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Because that was the... I think that was the cheapest way for me to watch The Walking Dead, maybe. Or some show. And so I subscribed to them for a while. There's a bunch on there that's not on there. Dang. I went all the way down to number 82 and I don't see it. Oh, here's a good little uh, regional... Dude, the entire United States and Canada is blue. Which one was blue? Scroll down. Oh. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. When I was the difference between blue. Okay, there you go. Tencent Video. That's all of, like, China. Like, that whole country's purple. 
Their top is Tencent Video. Okay, all of this portion of... Okay, Netflix over there. Algeria. Okay, so some of the... Yeah, some of those that we'd never heard of is like other countries. South America looks like be big on Netflix. Globo Play in Brazil. Globo Play. Hmm. Yeah, America and Canada is prodump like a hundred percent Amazon Prime. But again, how is that fair? Because they're not just paying for Amazon Prime Video. We're talking about the streaming portion of it only. If they didn't offer Amazon Prime video which i'm glad they do you know for the long i would still pay whatever i pay a year to get two day free shipping for the longest i didn't realize amazon video came with amazon prime so i never I mean, I i'm glad prime, it's not separate but but i don't think i don't know i don't think it's fair well i think you need to get a hold of flix patrol and you need to call customer service there's probably a streaming service called flix patrol that didn't make it into this list Oh, it really breaks it down if you keep scrolling. By the way, we're getting all this from FlixPatrol.com. Did you just say that? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I made the connection afterwards. Wow. Okay. Why were we even talking about this? Because we were talking about Disney's oh, yeah. takeover of Hulu. Okay. Well, that was a reasonable sidebar. All right, what That's else? Pretty got? interesting sidebar. I think so. At least for us. I mean, I mean, we're imparting knowledge upon the world. They don't get to see what we just seen. They so. will, but that they can now. Uh, what have you got? Well, you had mentioned the uh, production for Venom Three has started back up. Yes. And what I saw on the article I read is Tom Hardy indicated that this would be his swan song. So I guess he's done playing Venom after this, or maybe Venom's just done. He's done playing Eddie. Well, they said that they were surprised compared to how much Venom cost and how much it made that they even made a part two. That's what I read somewhere. I do not know. I I don't even know the numbers on that. I know it couldn't be cheap with all the CGI. Way too much CGI for that to be a cheap movie to make. Yeah. Oh, uh, the only other thing I had was, and I was reading on Bloody Disgusting. Um, I don't know when this movie came out. Did I go back to this? I had to reboot my computer, so I just copied and pasted the link to this. But I don't know if they just made it or if it's been out, but they, they made a movie called Amneville Moon. It's a werewolf film that's said to be better than any of the Amneville movies. Well, it wouldn't be hard to be better than the Amneville movies, honestly. Blasphemy. The first one was good. I don't the think. The Ron Reynolds remake was good. I thought. See, this was published just the other day. Dude, that is a beast looking werewolf. You know what? That was just on my. That site I was on. Two, inter- uh, two entries ago, we discussed the Amityville Harvest. But how does it even tie with Amityville, though, you know? Just a name. Like, there was one Amityville movie 
that was about <laughs> this lamp. That, <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> They're just using it as reaching a, for it. Yeah, just a plot focus. Just milking that name, I guess. Yeah, there's been a lot of Amityville movies. What else you got? Ah, well, since you done pulled up the horror aspect, uh, there is a new, and I'm assuming it's coming out around Christmas. I don't see a whole lot about it. Uh, like when it's, oh, it's available now on VOD and Screenbox, but it's called Secret Santa. It's a gory holiday horror thriller we were talking about this over dinner uh now you were talking about they're finally make come back to making christmas horror movies yeah because the trend is back up to where what we say 80s early 90s yeah when there was a lot of holiday themed horror horror movies well, it's like I was saying earlier, I think it's a slapback re- reaction to all the cliched, and I'm, I'm not crapping on all of them because some of them I, I liked, but it seemed like I was seeing the same Christmas movie over and over, like, we got to save Christmas, you know, something's happened to Santa Claus, or, or there's not enough Christmas joy in the world, and we got to get it back, and it ends with everybody singing and this happy ending. And, and it got to the point the where same movie over and over. No, again. It, it's different <laughs> movies with the same kind of cut plot. and paste plot. Yeah, yeah. and it, it almost became like a paint by numbers Christmas movie. It's, you know, go go pay big money for the the A list actors and put them in there and That's try to make them as funny as possible. It's and, basically what your Hallmark Channel is. And uh, I think this is a knee jerk reaction to that, like uh, the other extreme. It's like. Let's give Santa Claus an axe and just let him have some fun. <laughs> Instead of this big joyous adventure. Let's mix it up a little bit. Yeah, well that you know, that's the second one that I've come across. Last uh episode I talked about It's a Wonderful Knife. Yeah. That it just came out. And I still didn't get to watch that. I think it should win just on the title alone. <laughs> oh, and you know the other day I was talking about how Thanksgiving is a holiday that doesn't get a, a lot of movies i mean there's a movie in theaters right now called the thanksgiving movie and it's about this dude that dresses up like a pilgrim and just slaughters people was that not off of uh uh del toro's you remember one of the movies that he made that had all the fake trailers in it no there was one about Thanksgiving where the guy dresses up as a pilgrim and just goes around killing people. I think that, I want to say that's going to be the same movie. Yeah, from what I remember on the trailer, it's just a small, quiet town, and this dude has has a full blown pilgrim outfit. I've on, like seen a, the trailer. A belt buckle on the hat and yeah. shit, and he's just just massacring people. Yeah, I think that's going to be the same movie. Yeah, uh, but a little bit more into the horror genre uh winnie the pooh blood and honey has a part two i'm not surprised i still didn't get to see the first one i gotta admit some movies interest me just by the title 
like I've only seen one Sharknado movie, but and it, it was kind of great. It was also kind of terrible, but I'm glad it exists. And I don't know if it's already out. No, set to be released February 14th. Valentine's Day. Yep. There's a holiday that's got a lot of movies. A lot of horror. Well, it's got two horror movies. My Bloody Valentine and Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. And there might be more than that. But that's just two I remember off the top of my head. I think Halloween might be the, the holiday that has the most, just because almost any scary movie... It's kind of based around could, Halloween. Could fall under that umbrella. I'm trying to keep a good pace here, but... I really yeah, we probably wanna... sound pretty sluggish. I'm, I'm probably just going to have to take the tempo... And boost it up. And boost it up where it's just fast. It sounds like we're talking at a normal speed. Oh. And we we're not suffering from food coma. Man. Uh, I was telling you all ago that they're coming out, they're making, or it's been announced, that Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan uh, are going to be in the new Karate Kid movie. Okay, so they did a Karate Kid movie with Jackie Chan and... What's Will Smith's son's name? Jaden? Yeah. But they were clearly doing kung fu in the movie. There was no karate that I saw. I'm no karate expert, but... But you're a kung fu expert. No, but they should have just called it Kung Fu Kid. <laughs> so are they going to try to take both of those franchises? Well, even though, well are they going to try to combine those two? Because it seemed like this is like an else world with Jackie Chan. I don't, don't really know... I think if this is coming off the Cobra Kai series, and instead of making a Cobra Kai movie, they're just you know doing a Karate Kid spinoff of now. Uh, but they are trying to bring the classic Karate Kid in with the 2010 remake. I don't know what so they're they going to do with it, but is is I wonder if Jaden's going to be in it. No, they're looking for. I don't really go want to go all into this, but uh, they're looking for a actor of Chinese or mixed race Chinese descent between fifteen and seventeen to bring a new, fresh perspective to the story. I want to say this is a dumb idea, but I've ate so much crow over the Karate Kid franchise. Since the beginning of when Cobra Kai was first Dude, announced. You couldn't have paid me a dollar to to say that was going to be a good idea. Oh, I was going to watch it just to laugh at no, it. No, I'm talking about just it being a been, good idea. It wanted to be a great show. Oh, yeah. Like, how did they pull that off? It makes me believe that with the right writers, you could take anything and make it good, I guess. Because, I mean, how much story could you really milk from a 30-year-old movie well, about a kid that learned karate? Five seasons so far? Four seasons? I think they're getting ready for six. Six? I hadn't watched any of last season. That's the reason I'm not sure. And I like how this last season or the one before where, like, they even kind of got pretty meta about one joke where his wife is like, how many more people from your past are going like, to show, show back up and, like, terrorize? Because literally they've they've gone through everybody they could possibly go through. They brought everybody from the – Karate Kid movies so far. The whole universe. Except for one, I think. And we think they might be bringing them in for 
The last season. Who's left? That chick. Oh, from the part. I never watched that part three one with the different. No, I'm not talking about uh, Hillary Swank, but there was a female bad guy in one of them. I don't think she had a really big role. I don't remember that. But, I mean, the show's been great. I'm not shitting on it. I tried to. It didn't work. It changed my perspective on, like, crazy ideas that people have for entertainment. I'm like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> well, knows? we found it entertaining. Uh, a little bit of uh, Game of Thrones. George R. R. Martin said that there were eight Game of Thrones spinoffs in the works. Good Lord. How many do you need? Eight. I don't know. <laughs> what did you think of House of Dragon? Have you even watched it yet? Oh, yes. I you like know? it better than I like uh, Game of Thrones. Really? I thought it was okay. I mean, it was pretty good. There's a... Uh, a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, the Hedge Knight, which is a century before Game of Thrones. Oh, they even have names for them. Uh, there's the Ten, the Sea Snake, Ten Thousand Ships, the Golden Empire, Flea Bottom, Aegon the Conqueror, and Snow. John, I presume. <laughs> Yeah, it's following Jon Snow's story after the Game of Thrones finale. I wanted a show that follows Arya after Game of Thrones. Because, you know, she was like, I don't know where I'm going to go. What's west of Westeros? Like, that could have been interesting to see her go explore new lands. That, that would have been awesome. That are, you know, not even mentioned in Game and of Thrones. And just being an assassin and a complete badass. Yeah. That That would have been good. But there's no date on any of these. Of course, they're just in the works, so uh, they might not even be filming them. They might just make a pilot or two, see how it takes off, and you know, do like that they used to do TV shows and stuff. Yeah, today is so crazy how fast you get information. Like some executives at some studio could sit down and have a conversation about a show, and it's in the headlines the next day. Like, they haven't even gotten a script yet. They haven't casted it. So by the time the movie actually rolls around, it's been five years since you first heard about it. And what's funny is uh, a lot of people are digging through these these companies' trash and getting any scraps of whatever they think can be a Oh, there's thousands and thousands of scripts that are written that are never used. And, yeah, and they just they chunk them out. Well, now they're having to go through and make sure everything is double-shredded. I thought they just archived them all because this is like this is how I understand it works. Well, this is just scrap, Let's say you're, scrap a, paper you're a writer and, stuff. and I'm a, a, a executive and I'm like, uh, say I'm over Warner Brothers. I'm like, hey, I want a new Batman movie. I hear you write. Write me a script. Well, you write me a script. I pay you for it, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, whether I use the script or not, or bring in other writers to tweak it or completely rewrite it, which happens a lot. A too. lot. But there's thousands of scripts out there that have been written. Some of them sound pretty good. Like, there's a lot of YouTube videos saying the move, this movie that almost got made. And, uh, of course, one of the most famous ones is that uh, the Superman Lives movie. 
that uh, Nicolas Cage was going to be Superman, and they had already spent like millions of dollars in pre-production, and uh, then they just pulled the plug on it. Yeah, because there was pictures of him and uh, short clips of him playing Superman. In the uh, Flash, at the end of the Flash movie. No, I'm talking about just out there. Oh yeah, that was a that was a uh, a screen test. Yeah, screen test. That's the word I was looking for, but yeah. it wouldn't wouldn't come to me. But now he shot some scenes for the the end of Flash when all the worlds were coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said later in an interview that none of the stuff he shot for them is what they used. Mm-hmm. They just CGI'd it all in. I guess that's the world we live in of, with CGI. Like, I mean, well, we, filmed, we filmed you in this movie, but we replaced you with you, but it's not you. It just looks I mean, like That's kind you. of a good thing and a bad thing. You can, you can get the desired effect you want exact without having to do as many retakes, but it costs you 10 times as much to get that one scene done. So, yeah, they say a lot of the a lot of the poor CGI in the Flash movie is because it was done last minute. Well, they hurried it. They yeah. said all the stuff that looked last minute was. But yeah. I don't even want to get started on that. Yeah, because I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about that, and said the reason they rushed that movie so quickly. The they, movie that they worked on for like seven years, yeah, but <laughs> they had to rush it. They rushed the end of it out so quick because they didn't want anything else to happen with Ezra Miller to doom the movie. Mm, that's understandable, I guess. Which is why there was very little promotion promotion done. They they didn't want to get Ezra Miller in front of a camera or a microphone oh, no. talking about the movie or anything at all. So yeah, it's unfortunate. Because otherwise, I mean, besides the obvious, could have been great. Yeah. Parts of it was. I think they just scrapped that one out like it didn't happen. Reshoot it, put our boy Gus in it, and just go for it. And why didn't Gus get a cameo? He was supposed to have had a cameo, I thought. I don't understand that. Because they they did an Ezra Miller cameo in the Gus Flash show. Yeah. So why where was he when the multiverse was coming together? I think he'd throw a little hissy fit saying he didn't want it in it. And I don't know. I have no idea. We'll probably never know. So what do you, do you want to take a break real quick and come back and wrap this up? We're, we can. We're I, got over a, hour. I got a couple little things. Oh, you still got some things. more news? Go ahead. I mean, that's nothing big. You know, they're doing Megan 2.0. I'm not surprised by that. Uh, Wait a minute. How did the... Well, that might be a spoiler. Try to remember how that. We'll talk about that offline. Try to remember how that ended. I just watched it recently too. Yeah, we'll talk about it offline. Okay. But uh, yeah, said they're going to explore more of the AI universe in this one. Well, yeah, you should because now we're dealing with that for real, probably. I mean, it's a possibility, yeah. And uh, this. I'm excited for. Of course, this has happened, supposedly happened like three times. But uh, director Robert Eggers is remaking Nosferatu. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Well, this is for real now. 
It's actually in the works. I think it's about time. You know, the first Nosferatu was like 22. 1922. Then the next one was 79, and it was amazing. And I don't think they've done anything. Man, I can I can swear, and this might be a Mandela effect, but I can swear that they did one with... Uh, Nicholas Cage? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just, and I was also fixing to say Edward Furlong, uh, Edward Norton. What? Yes. How do you spell Nosferatu? N O S F E R A T U. But it's coming out in 2024. Yeah, the first three that pop up is 2279 and 24. But yeah, I can't find a movie anywhere, but I swear. At one point, they were making a movie with Edward Norton, a remake of Nosferatu. Well, now, they've had Nosferatu-esque vampires in other films. Like, even in one of the, I think, like, Blade 3, or maybe it was Blade 2, they had a guy that kind of really resembled. They called them the Elders, because Nosferatu was, like, the oldest vampire or something. They certainly the oldest one on film. And uh, so they started calling the Elders Nosferatu's. And or they started calling themselves that. Yeah, there there's been several movies that had Nostafaratarian looking vampires. Uh, not like a real that? word, but I like that. That's man. Let's run with that. Nosferatarian. Nosferatarian vampires. But this guy, he's a pretty pretty good director. He brought us the witch. I haven't seen the, the lighthouse, but uh, and Northman, and those two are really good. Yeah, I, I was always I saw that at the. Uh, I was looking at DVDs, so that tells you how many years ago it's been. But on that movie, The Witch, they spelled it V V I T C H. It's not V V. It's I was like, just is it the Vivich or the V V Itch? It's the way. It just looked funny. It's Vich. Because in German, your W's are V's. Well, why do you need two of them? It's because it's a W. It just wasn't. <laughs> it's the way that. The, no, it was Roman numeral five, Roman numeral five, itch. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's definitely what it was. But Bill Skarsgård is uh, going to be playing Count Orlock. Okay. So it's. Uh, and I think it says uh, Lily Rose Depth is playing the. Main female character. Any timeline on that or pre-production? What are we talking about? You it said it's coming out in 2024. Okay, so they're they're doing it. Uh, William Defoe's going to be in it. Emma Corrin, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I hope this is a period piece like the other yes, two. Yes, it's going to take place. Well, in the 19th. first one probably wasn't a period piece. It just looks that way. Uh. It's going to take place in uh, 19th century Germany. Okay, good. Wait, 19th century? Yeah, that'd be right. Late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah, because we're in the 20th century now, right? And a century is like a long time, I think. 100 years, but I think it's the (laughs) 21st century. Wait, a century is 100 years, a millennium is a thousand. Unless you're... uh, the Falcon. Oh. The Millennium Falcon's not a thousand. 
The aluminum falcon. <laughs> and that's uh that's really all I got for news. It was I there's a lot more stuff out there, but man, it's just kinda hard to pick and choose what we really want to talk about. I think it's an even thing of like what's exciting and what's easy, like low hanging fruit to us to ridicule. Yeah, because, I mean, Loki Season two's come out, but I hadn't got a chance to watch it. Yet. I haven't either, but Sean told me he, he, he thought it was Sean really has said it is amazing. Uh, of course, we could talk about the new Deadpool every single episode. Yeah, there's a lot of updates coming on. Uh, a lot of definite who's going to be in it and I who's not going to be in it. I don't know that much about it, it, though, honestly. I already know as much as I need to know. Yeah. And I'm going to watch it regardless, so... Just let me be surprised. Uh, you remember I, I told you earlier that Warner Brothers scrapped the John Cena, Looney Tunes, Wally Coyote movie? Somebody, I think Kevin Smith was talking about that on his podcast. It was going to be like... It's uh, the, uh, Coyote, Coyote versus, versus Acme. Acme. Yeah, the Acme what, Corporation. Right now, and this just popped up. I wonder if he was going to like take them to court because all the stuff he orders from them malfunctions. I don't know. You know, he's trying to catch the, the Roadrunner. And he'll have like a big Acme bomb and it'll blow up in his face. But as of right now, they're trying to shop it to other distributors so it'll still come out. Well, they still got to get the the nod from Warner Brothers. No. No, it doesn't. Looney Tunes isn't owned by Warner Brothers? I don't know. I don't think so. In 1944, it was sold to Warner Brothers Studio. Since then, Warner Brothers has owned all the rights to post-1933 characters created by Leon. How do you say that? Schlesinger? Schlesinger. Yeah, it looks like... uh But John Cena is going to be the uh, CEO of Acme in it. So Wale Coyote's trying to take him out. Is it? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be one of those mixed cartoon live I action. Don't, like, I don't know. It doesn't show a lot. So like Roger Rabbit and Space Jam. But I hope it does get picked up by somebody else because that would be a funny movie. John Cena's a funny guy, man, in movies. He's a great actor. And I can't wait for... What's his uh, superhero character? I've drawn a blank. Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker comes out. Yeah, that was funny. Well, let's take a break since that's all the news and come back and do a wrap-up. Yes, we are three episodes away from 200. Three episodes. Yeah. That's a... That, man, that's an achievement we thought we was going to Not hit achieve. a long time ago. Slow and steady. And slowly we're race. finally getting there. I'm glad it's starting at the first of the year. I'm good with that. I'm glad that we're doing at least something. You are good with that. Different. Yes, I'm fine with that. I'm glad we're doing something cool and new to go along with the road to 200. Uh, Talking about our 
Our post-party show? Yeah. I'm liking that. Are we going to do that today? Absolutely not. <laughs> Good. <laughs> You're lucky to get an outro out of me right Man, now. Man, i tell you what. Actually, I'm, feel, I'm feeling better right now than I did like 20 minutes ago. I think that third beer helped me, kind of perk me just a well, little. Well, I just got helped up and was that, moving that around. food settle. Yeah. Yeah, it's the food settled enough to where I'm not miserable. I'm just generally unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> we are just lethargic right now. I'm just not enjoying my life, but I'm not hating it either. Yeah. it's a good way of putting it. Yeah. But it's all good, though. I will digest my food effectively, and I will probably go back and eat more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to eat nothing I probably won't eat anything else tonight, but... I know I won't. For D&D, tomorrow night, you know it's going to be Thanksgiving all over again. I might I mean, I just carved that turkey. I might eat tomorrow night. Might. Yeah. At the past two days, the plates I've had, man, that's liable to last me two or three days, and I kid you not. I can pack food away like camels do water. Listen to our ungrateful asses complain about having too much food. Oh, I'm not complaining. And like man. half the world is starving or like a huge portion. I am not complaining. I ate that much because it's that good. I was glad it was there. Oh, it was so good. Yes, indeed. Uh, I pulled something up during the break, which is now like almost midnight. We've taken our time tonight. Uh, well, that's I, I was first trying to, in-house show for a while. Yeah, so. I uh, I was looking for like all the franchises that Disney owns, and honestly, it's way too many for me to name. We may go into that more on the post show. Is this like just a top six or something? No, this is just that image you were looking at. I didn't realize they own the Simpsons. Disney owns the Simpsons. I didn't know they owned the Muppets. They acquired them in the 2000s. They own the Alien franchise. They own, which I knew they owned Avatar, Indiana Jones, and Avengers. Of course, Star Wars. But they also own Planet of the Apes. You think they're going to do a theme park for Planet of the Apes? I think that'd be cool. Think they can get away with it? You mean pull it off? Yeah. Dude, have have you been to MGM Studios lately? All no. the Star Wars stuff they did for Force Awakens was pretty badass. Was it? Yeah, it was a spectacle. Like, I went on this one ride, and they had a, like, you walk down this pathway, and there's a life-size AT-AT that you walk under. Wow. You're looking up at it, and it's, like, life-size. Everything's life-size. Like, they had a, a R2-D2 and a C-3PO guide. Uh, well, they were really guide. They were just talking to you when you walked in and talking about the ride. And they were life-size. I think probably animatronic. Yeah. I haven't been to Disney since I was a kid in the late 80s, early 90s. Me and Austin went and met Kylo Ren and had like a photo. Did he choke you? No, but he pointed his finger at us and was like fussing at us. And the cool thing is like they're just walking around the park like all these stormtroopers. Yeah. And they walk in like single file or double file like in formation all the time like they're patrolling. And they're in character, like, and their voices have that modulation where they sound like in the movie. Yeah. And if you're standing too close to them, they go, step aside. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I've seen some YouTube videos of people down there, and it looks really, really fun. Yeah, I was glad I went when I did because Force Awakens had just came out, and they had the whole part was basically they had turned it into a Star Wars park. But I think that, a, that portion of it, I think a Planet of the Apes theme park would be really cool, but at the same time, really frightening. Oh, uh, they were working on no wait. This was what's that other place called down there in Orlando? I'm drawing a blank. Is it Sony? Don't get me to lie and tell you, Bubba. Ugh. It's another theme park. It's the one that had the Hogwarts ride that I told you about, which I don't even like Harry Potter, but it was like, it looked like really you're really there. And you get on the train and go to the other side of the park, and there's the rest of the... It's got all the shops and stuff in it. But anyway, it had like a badass Transformers ride. And they were working on a Godzilla ride. Ooh. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Not Godzilla. King Kong. They're working on King Kong. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. What is the name of that place? Universal? You got Universal. Universal Studios, right? Yeah. It's in Florida. Dude, that Transformers ride, I was expecting it to be like a, almost like, not like a kiddie ride, but like there were kids on it, you know? But, bro, it was kind of rough. Man, when I was there, Space Mountain was the big thing. Yeah. Still there. And I thought I was in space, and I was sitting there crying. Because well, we my uncle this... kept telling me he was going to let me go and let me float off into space. That's cool. That's a good thing for uncles to say. Yeah. We did this one ride called the Yeti. I'd never heard of it. Was you in a cooler? And uh, No, this was the, 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 the cryptid Yeti. So we go go through this ride, and it's pretty gnarly because like part of it you're in the dark, so you can't see what's happening. Yeah. And then you get all the way to the end of the ride, and they have a Yeti on the track, and they've had it set up to like he's ripped part of the track in half, and he's like growling, and we're just sitting like the thing stopped, and we're just sitting there in front of this Yeti, and all of a sudden Caitlin taps me, she's sitting next to me, and she points to the side, and I look on both sides of the of the roller coaster. And there's hair scrunchies everywhere. Ponytail holders, hair scrunchies, things you put in your hair are just everywhere. I'm like, what the? And before, <laughs> and before I could get the last word out of my mouth, we were doing 100 miles an hour backwards. <laughs> All the way back down through the whole ride, we did backwards. In, like we're in the dark doing inverted corkscrews. I was like, I was not expecting this ride to be this gnarly. Wow. I'm not going to lie. I got a little... Teary-eyed. <laughs> a little woozy a couple times. I, I, I didn't feel like I was going to barf. I was Tangled like, a little bit. I was like, whoa. Like a little bit of vertigo. I was like, whoa. It was fun, though. I that, used to live for a good roller coaster. I used to like roller coasters when I was young. Of course, I've never been on any real roller coaster other than than uh, Space Mountain. But yeah. I was so young for it. That's all I can remember was sitting in that thing crying. I know you mentioned something during the break. I don't know if we want to tease it to them yet or. What are you talking about? The patron special about Doctor Who. I think we've talked enough about Doctor Who for one episode. (laughs) I don't think that's physically possible. But if you are a Doctor Who fan, yes. We're we're working on something for Patreon, Doctor Who related. 
Oh, that's another thing. I don't know if I mentioned last podcast. They're making a Gladiator 2, finally. Well, you know the scene where they're redoing Spartacus? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. That was a good show. That was a really good show. Yeah, I ended up buying all of them. And uh, they were just really good. All right, well, unlike a lot of outros where we just sit here and you listen to us breathing into microphones... I guess well, that's just because you get easy, uh, lazy editing where they just... No, I, I still cut them out, but <laughs> it, it actually just makes it towards the end of the podcast harder and harder to edit. Oh, yeah. So, thanks for listening to episode 197. What? Why do you keep looking at me? I just I feel like I'm forgetting something. Because uh, I can look at you for once. You can check us out. You can email us. You can check us out. Yeah. You can check us out on the Patreon, on the video. Mm-hmm. You can watch us. That's true. Uh, but you can email us at popcultureforreal. That's the number four. At gmail.com. Or you can call us on the voicemail line. Voicemail line. It's 767-662. Okay, 662-767-4487. Yep. Uh, you can also text that number. Nobody will answer. No. If they, if they do, tell them uh, Real Pop Culture sent you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what, like, I don't know about international calling, how that works, honestly. You just have to use one. We do have listeners in other countries, so... There may be some fees that apply between you and your carrier. Oh yeah, if you're out of the, out of the states, but within but the United case, States, just it's, email it's us. a free. It's not going to cost you anything to call that number or text it. Just your standard carrier charges. Yep. Which we talked about that earlier. Is that even a thing anymore? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, they still they still say standard fees may apply or something like that on yeah, some of them. Yeah, on every one of them. But I, like I said, you don't. Now you get the monthly deal, so to speak. So you're not going to get roaming charges, I don't think. Uh, yeah, and we you, were talking about that earlier. You don't have nights and weekends anymore. Or <laughs> I mean, when you could buy unlimited text, unlimited texting. But yeah, you can check us out there. You can get a hold of us there, or you can go over to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com backslash real pop culture. You can Facebook us. Is it Jon Snow? Ah, oh, that's what I'm forgetting. Jeff Harris replied to one of our uh, comments. So we had mail for once that I didn't read. I'll get you next episode, Jeff, I promise. <laughs> There's no wonder nobody ever messages us. I knew I was forgetting something. I was like, I'll read that on the next show because we actually got some some feedback. I know uh, Brad Odom and Neil Stark both replied to the uh, Facebook post where you tagged everybody in it. Yeah, and everybody's sharing the the post about the 
the last episode really helped. It just takes you one second, but it really does help because a lot of more people listen to it than normal. So, uh, I've already said thanks for listening. We've been brought... Rolling around on the floor. Is that where you're going? Yeah. Yeah. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Love you, mean it.